0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Engage to Flourish podcast. This is Damon, I got Kyle here with me, and we have two very, very, very special guests that we've been looking forward to for a few weeks, and so we'd like to welcome Roxanne Biles. Welcome, Roxanne.
1: Thanks for having me. Um, I got called out, so here I am.
0: That's right, (laughs) the dreaded call out. (laughs) And we have Larissa Yuan, and I actually got your last name right, unlike Mindy, so welcome Larissa. (laughs) Larissa.
2: Hi, thanks for
0: having me. <laughs> I remember that one. That was funny. Well, I mean, I've known them for since yeah. they were. we were all little. Yeah. And so, you know, just that's what I was used to calling people. Yeah. So, Larissa Yuan, welcome to the show. Okay, so uh, this past Sunday we had our post-retreat rally. And, we, you know, <laughs> since we had some sharing and we have a couple more people here, I thought it would be cool to share and hear a little bit more about uh, just some recaps or some things that were highlighted to people during the retreat. So Roxanne, this was your first retreat with Catalyst. Wanted to see, was there anything special that was highlighted or stood out to you about the retreat?
1: Um, I think I was in children's um, a couple sessions and Mm -hmm. I think just the job that Steph is doing with the kids Mm -hmm. is just amazing. Um, They retain the information because I was also in children's yesterday where we did kind of a recap of retreat for the kids Mm -hmm. And they were able to share things that they learned in the retreat, and mm. it's just, it's just awesome. I want to encourage Steph to just keep it up because I know it's a lot of work, but it is definitely paying off, and you can see it in all the kids. That's cool
3: because especially with young kids, sometimes you think, oh, they don't, they don't remember anything, or it's like in one ear out the other. But that's cool, like uh, almost like a month and a half later, and they're still recalling what was at the retreat.
1: Yeah, yeah and I think. Like, the kids in our small group, they are all singing Waymaker. Um, My boys love singing Waymaker in the car. And I don't know. It just comes natural to them. And I think that's just so awesome. Yeah,
2: Yeah, for, like, a month after the retreat, um, Nikki is requesting Waymaker. Every time we're in the car, like, on repeat, though, like, over and over (laughs) and over. Like, oh. And then, yeah, the other mom shared that their kids were also asking for that. So I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, all the kids are. You know, kind of on the same page and remembering the same things.
0: Mm. Wait, so for all the people that weren't with the kids at the retreat, that they sang Waymaker during the sessions or
2: I don't know if they did or not. Oh, so then what was it, it was a weird that we are texting and like, Oh yeah, like Nikki's asking for Waymaker, Corbin and Ivan are asking for Waymaker. Mm-hmm. I think the Ganico girls were too. And it was just coincidence.
3: They, they, no,
0: they must have. They
3: must they have incorporated don't it somehow.
2: I don't, I don't remember. Know. Yeah, they uh. didn't say. But
0: huh. interesting. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I guess that's something we'll have to ask Steph about. Yeah, <laughs> but that's, ask the that's kids. It's cool to see that you know God can highlight the same thing for multiple different mm-hmm. families, and then how kind of the joy that you guys have in sharing that. It's like, oh, my kids are enjoying this. Oh, mine too, right? Yeah. So it's it's cool to see just the synergy of when everybody's on the same page and everybody's learning the same thing and how that can go.
3: Mm -hmm. I think it's cool because it reminds me about when my kids were your kid's age. we kind of transitioned out of the, the kid, the kid songs, you know, like the sometimes the annoying ones. <laughs> but then <clears throat> I kind of gave them control of my phone to an extent and let them choose Christian songs. And then they would find ones they liked and then they could kind of be the DJs. But it was all at least of stuff I wanted to listen to as well. But then, yeah, they they liked listening to worship songs. And they were like, oh, can we listen to this one? And they'd want to do it over and over. And then they learned the words and they knew them at church even before they could read sometimes. So it's was, it was cool that you guys are doing that, too.
2: Yeah. Same with Nikki. Nikki's like very much like that. I'm, yeah, same. Like we're kind of, I wanted them to listen to more like worship music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not just kid worship music, you yeah, know, yeah. but like, um, so Nikki is very auditory. So she mm. like picks up on songs really easily. And then she's singing them like on her own. Like we're walking to the store and she's singing Different worship songs, and I think it helps give opportunity to talk about, oh, yeah, um, you know, what are you singing? Like, who are you singing to? And then, you know, she can retain that. And she's only four, mm-hmm. so she can't read really. Yeah. And yeah. she's like singing all these worship songs that she can remember. So, yeah,
3: and you can even start teaching them some basic theology, mm-hmm. like, oh, what do those words mean? What is that describing? Like, does that describe yeah. like God's
0: character? And yeah, it's cool. So Larissa, how about for you? Was there anything from retreat that stood out for you?
2: I'm kind of like Roxanne. Like, I was just really happy to see the girls excited to go to their class. Mm. And they were like, kind of sad, like on the Sunday morning when they (laughs) didn't have their own class, but like, just to see them excited. And um, yeah, like um, Steph was telling me yesterday that the girls were like sharing like what they remembered. And I was like, Like Nikki um, like told the whole story about like, you know, Jesus calming the storm. And like, Mm -hmm. I hadn't talked to her about that for a while. And then it's like just that they're retaining it, even Mm -hmm. though sometimes I feel like, oh, are you really listening? Mm -hmm. Are you paying attention or like, but they are retaining it or it takes them a while to process and then they'll randomly bring it up. But yeah, just like seeing how they're getting more excited about like learning about Jesus and, Mm. you know, like things that of his kingdom and like their character and being in his family. Mm -hmm. So I just, yeah, that was really like encouraging to me for them.
0: That's cool. So one of the reasons that we invited Larissa to come on is because she had a pretty cool story about her daughter that we wanted. We felt like it would be good for everyone in our Mm -hmm. church to be able to hear. So, and this is coming actually on the heels of retreat. And so we wanted Larissa to share. So Larissa, can you share a little bit about, mellows story it's really cool
2: yeah melody um <clears throat> she she's in first grade and so she likes to like write little notes and and little cards and stuff a lot um so a week about a week after the retreat she started making a card for her teacher and like the front was just like her and her teacher and it says oh we're gonna have a great year and I you know I thought oh, okay she's just making a little card or whatever and then
3: and this this is not prompted by you oh no just on her own yeah on
2: her own she's just making a card for her teacher and then so she finishes and then i look inside and then um i have a picture of what she wrote so i'll just read it It says hi miss martinez this is a note for you it says you are blessed by the holy spirit let god encourage you let him love you let him into your heart god loves you more and more each day your love is the same love as jesus Uh, Love, Melody.'" So I was like, oh, wow. I was like, at first in my mind, I'm kind of like, oh, should I let her give this to her teacher? <laughs> she goes to public school. I don't know her teacher that well, like, mm-hmm. you know, what, how she's going to receive it. But, you know, like in our small group, too, like Mark has been saying, like, let's um, it's great to normalize these things about, like, spreading like Jesus's love to other people, you know. So I was like, okay. In my, in my mind, I'm like, Ugh, but then I should let her do it and just mm-hmm. give it to her teacher and, you know, let her teacher receive that and just let God take care of it because it's fine. So I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah, give it to your teacher. And then she gave it to her teacher and I didn't get any messages or anything saying like anything about it from her teacher. So I was like, okay. And then, so I was like kind of sharing that with different people at church and, you know, i I was proud of Melody for, you know, taking that initiative Mm -hmm. and thinking like, oh, to like, write these kinds of words even Mm -hmm. to her Mm -hmm. teacher. I mean, in first grade, when I was in first grade, I was not thinking (laughs) of writing, you know, God bless you or whatever. And then so about a month later, we had parent teacher conference. Um, So the teacher brought it up. She's like, oh, like, um, thank you for that note Melody made, like, she really appreciated it, and she was saying she was even showing, like, you know, a bunch of different people that, that card that Melody made, so I was like, oh, okay, like, I, I feel good, like, Melody was able to bless her teacher, Mm -hmm. and yeah, she's, like, really just growing in that way of the spirit, like, listening Mm -hmm. to the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. and, like, just, like, you know, not being afraid to, put that out there like Mm -hmm. she's not hindered like kind of we are as adults Mm -hmm. sometimes just like all the things that I was thinking like Mm -hmm. that go through my mind before I like give someone an encouraging note she just wanted to do it so I was like okay like yeah so I was really um proud of her for doing that and yeah I was like oh God's really like you know real to her and she wants to
1: share that with people Mm -hmm. yeah that's great I think that's awesome um just normalizing faith You know, like you were saying, um, I think, you know, my boys get it at school, um, at church, and it just takes some of the pressure, I think, off of me a little bit. Um, Like, Ivan, he asked me, Mommy, can we do a prayer cave? And that's something that Steph has been working with the children Mm -hmm. a lot, just getting in their prayer cave. Mm -hmm. Can
0: you explain Um, a little bit about what that is to the people that don't know? Yeah, so
1: they kind of like, well— um steph has been working with the kids where they just get in their own space Mm. so they might you know hold their legs and put their head down or like lie down just um and visualize um where's jesus Uh, maybe does he have anything for you um sometimes it's like a gift and what what is in that gift um And so like Ivan will say, like last night he wanted to do his prayer cave. So he just gets his alone time with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, you know, do you see Jesus? And he's like, yeah, he's in my cave. I was like, that's great. Does he have anything for you? And he's like, yeah. Um, He said a teddy bear, which um, it's, you know, he used to say Santa, you know, with presents and everything. But (laughs) I think he's understanding a little bit more now. He's like, there's a teddy bear and a light. And I was like, oh, what is the light about? and he said it's about self-control and a key and a crown and the key in the crown is something that they spoke about in in mm. children's mm-hmm. um you know having the key the authority and so i was like wow they are you know paying attention and mm. and just you know grasping these ideas and it's just normal mm-hmm. you know if i'm like oh my stomach really hurts he's like mommy you know he'll grab my leg dear heavenly father and he just prays for my stomach mm-hmm. you know and there's been times when i'm like wow like my stomach ache is gone after like being like rolled over on the floor or like my arm is really hurting all day. I was just like, Oh, I need a brace and you know, babying it all day. (laughs) Corbin, he prays for my arm before bed. Miraculously it's gone in like five minutes. So, you know, just that's normal. And I think it's just such a huge blessing because I definitely didn't have that as a child. It's not my first, it wasn't my first instinct. I wasn't Mm -hmm. thinking about that as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, yeah, I think we're just so blessed to be with this church family, and just I just really like where we're going right now as a church.
3: I think for all the the people listening that uh, help in children's ministry, just take note of that. <laughs> I know sometimes when we're helping back there, we think uh, nothing got through, or just frustrating, or it was just like babysitting, but or but hurting those, cats, or hurting cats. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I mean, <laughs> But I it's just threw
0: that out there because someone this morning said that about <laughs> some <laughs> of the about kids yesterday. yesterday.
1: <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That was, it, it was a lot yesterday, but to see how they took it in, okay, it was all worth it.
3: <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing. In the moment, it seems like it's not sinking in or it's not connecting. But we don't know what we don't. The helpers, we don't know what it's like when they go home, or we don't know what it's like the rest of the week. So I think it's cool to hear these kind of stories that. It, it, all, it only takes one thought to get in and to get in deeply where the rest of the time could be chaotic and they're just having fun. But if they get that one thought that kind of sinks in, then we were, we were helping to do that. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, it, it just, the words that come to mind are, are planting seeds of faith, mm-hmm. right? And so in each of the different things that we're doing, whether it's children's ministry, whether it's uh, at home, it's we're planting seeds of faith. And so when you plant seeds, you don't always see, the fruit of that mm. right away, right? But you you're you have trust that as you continue to plant those seeds that the Lord will water, that other people will help to cultivate the, the ground, that we're giving it space to grow and that the fruit will come. Mm. But it's cool because you guys are already starting to see fruit right now. And, and so that's really encouraging. And it's really cool to see that you guys are creating the type of atmosphere in your homes and then in con- uh, partnership with what we're doing at church. And we're able to see some of that stuff come out now because... To hear, wait, how old is Ivan? He's three. Okay, to hear a three-year-old saying that Jesus is giving them self-control, like that's, yeah. I, I, I couldn't even imagine my kids now saying that, right? So that, when you said that, I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing that that is the gift that Jesus is giving him. How did you feel when he said that?
1: Oh. <laughs> I think often like I think, think about myself needing self-control mm-hmm. um and sometimes like you know when I'm tired and I'm you know upset I'm just like come on hurry up do this you know brush your teeth go to bed take a you know whatever it is take a shower um and so Ivan he'll sometimes get to that too when he'll like start arguing back with me mm-hmm. so I think we both um it was just a reminder okay yeah you're right we, need, we both need some self-control here <laughs> But, yeah, Ivan's like, uh, he always brings me back because, you know, like I said, I'll get frustrated and just want to put the boys to bed, you know, upset, crying. And Ivan, he's like, Mommy, but we didn't pray yet. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he keeps me he keeps me right there. I'm like, you're right. And I'll pray and I'm crying because I'm like, why did I just yell at them? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just, those are the special times, mm-hmm. I think. And Ivan always reminds me, okay, you better <laughs> keep doing this because they're learning. Mm-hmm. They're picking things up from yep. me.
3: I'm smiling while you're sharing because I'm like, oh, that brings me back to some interesting <laughs> moments. <laughs> I used to be that way too, like just be efficient, like let's get to bed because it's late, you need more sleep, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and then it's like you, can, your kids can tell when it's going too far, and they they'll give you signals, and hopefully you pick up on them. But it's like, yeah, why am I why am I worried about one extra minute of savings? You know, by pushing them so fast, and it's like it doesn't really matter, and it's actually hurting the atmosphere and like just our, our connection and stuff. So I remember having to like grapple with that. And like some days where I'm just like, I'm, I'm like tired. I'm whatever. I just want them to go to bed so I can be, have some (laughs) quiet time. But then it's like, but I'm putting my own flesh and my own needs ahead of theirs. And the sense of like, I'm, I'm minimum. And it's, it's only an extra minute or two. So I I, I had to learn that. And now that my kids are older, it's much easier because they're, self More self-sufficient, but I remember when they were younger, that was a hard lesson for me to learn. So the self-control,
0: yep, that uh, <laughs> I remember those days. Uh, so I think it would be cool for us, you know, since we're talking about the kids, and it was kind of brought up a little bit earlier, was that kids are paying attention even when it doesn't feel like it or seem like it. And so I thought it would be good for us to talk about what that looks like for us as parents, and then us also for the people in our church that aren't aren't parents but interact with our kids at church. Like, the importance of modeling and, and recognizing, yeah, sometimes the kids are paying attention, even if it doesn't seem like it. So what, what do you guys think?
2: (coughs) Sorry. Um, Well, one thing like that I've been trying to be intentional about is like, Melody really wants me to have a note for her in her lunchbox every day. Mm -hmm. Like since she started kindergarten. And so like, at first I was like, okay, it could be, you know, like, just like something throw away, you know, but I kind of early on was like, no, I'm going to be intentional about what I write on these little notes because she saves them all. She has them all saved in a little binder. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to call out the good things I see in her or like, encourage her to be like, show God's love or be a good friend or be a light and like, Um, you know, really trying to embed in her, like, who she is in God's eyes, and how God created her, instead of, you know, I mean, it's fine if you do, like, jokes and stuff, or, you know, funny little things, but I thought, since she's reading these things every day at school, and she goes to public school, like, I thought, you know, it'd be better for me to, like, encourage her, or do that kind of note, Um, so I think too like she kind of has taken that in because sometimes she'll write little notes to people and I feel like she's kind of modeling how I write a note to her so I was like oh you're kind of she's taking that in and like using different words that I don't think a first grader would normally use because I just was like I'm just gonna write what I feel Mm -hmm. like God tells me to write to her Mm -hmm. and then I think as a parent, too, that kind of helps me to, like, stop for one minute in the morning, Mm -hmm. pray and ask God, like, what should I write to her? Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, have a little moment for myself to just kind of, like, think and ask God, bless her. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the ways, like, I've been trying to be intentional about, you know, showing her how to bless others or, you know, something like that.
3: So that means with Nikki, since she's auditory, you're going to have to, like, do a voice recording for her every day? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Nikki, um, yeah, like, you're talking about the, like, praying at night. Um, So, like, that, too, like, the girls really like me to pray for them at night because I'm basically just, like, praising them, you know, or, like, similar, calling out the good things. So Nikki, Mm. at night, like, she really wants me to pray for her every Mm. night. Mm. And, like... I like, I kind of remember like, you know, Henry and Agnes saying like, they like bless their kids. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, like we, I want to bless them too. So like, you know, sometimes I'm re- we're rushing, we want to get them to bed too. Mm-hmm. And then like, I told Jeremy, I was like, you know, it's only a minute to pray for them and it's fine. Like if they ask mm-hmm. you and you're like rushing and stuff, but it's like, oh, just pray for them for one minute. They like really, really like mm-hmm. it. And even though, you know, like to her, she's like praising her or whatever, but I hope those being the words that we're saying are helping her to really like form her identity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and early on so that they know who they are mm-hmm. and they don't have to struggle with that later you know so
1: I think that's so good because I remember I was was very new to Catalyst when I heard Henry speak for the first time and about how he you know blesses his children and prays over them and um That really stuck with me as well. It was a long time ago, right, that message. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when I just slow down and I do that for my children, it also, you know, it slows me down and I actually listen, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of, like, just doing everything, I actually listen. Um, And what I hear for the kids is just so powerful. And I speak that over them. And Corbin has a hard time at night sometimes with me because I think he feels I spend too much time with Ivan. Mm. So then he'll try to push me away, but he really just wants me to hold him close. And Mm. so when I speak those words over him, you could just feel his body relaxing Mm. and he goes to bed so, you know, peaceful versus just kind of upset and which just kind of hurts me. And so, Mm. um, yeah, I just think it's just slowing down a little bit, you know, with with parents, as a parent with young kids, you know, we're just busy. So just taking that time, I think, is just um, so fruitful for the kids. And, um, you know, again, in children's stuff is having people pray over our children and, um, you know, just prophetic words. And I'm reading some of the things, like we had one at Christmas, one at retreat. Um, you know, Kyle, you prayed over Ivan before. Mm. And the same type of words just keep coming up. Mm. And um, just to have this whole village surrounding our families um, supporting each other. I think it's just so amazing and yeah, you're right, Larissa, just trying to um, model that for our children. Um, you know, maybe that's why the first instinct that the boys want to do is like, okay, let me pray for you. Let me, mm-hmm. yeah. So,
3: Yeah, I think for, <coughs> for the people that have older kids that are listening or no kids, I think for me just trying to make connections with the kids at church for, for the adults doing it. I think it really integrates the kids into the church family because then they feel like that they're not just there with their parents and just, oh, I'm, it's like a tag along with your parents. But I, I see your kids and I like to give them high fives. And it's I'm not interacting with them a long time, but I want them to just feel like they know other adults and they, they're comfortable enough to be like, hey, they know my name. And so not that you have to know every kid and interact with every kid, but for for the um, adults listening, just try to find a kid or two that you can interact with at church I, I know Damon's kids are always, uh, willing to interact, but like, if you, if you do that, I think it helps, um, you don't have to build. seek out my kids. My kids <laughs> will seek out you, well, especially Riley. Yeah. But, uh, but I think that that helps build this stronger together, this family thing of, it's not just the kids until they get to a certain age where you can like dialogue with them. But it's like, even when they're little, just welcoming them and just really just smiling at them. I think then the kids really like, Oh, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm welcomed around here. So.
0: And I think that's one reason why, uh, you know, I feel like since the beginning of Catalyst, a lot of the kids have called all the adults aunties mm-hmm. and uncles, mm-hmm. right? Is because we want that family feeling to be a part of our, our church culture. And I know that was different for you, Kyle. Do you want to share a little bit about <laughs> your experience with I shared, that? Yeah, I've shared about that before. Like It was
3: it was really strange for me when we started. Um, wait, I don't know if it, did it happen at CBC too? Did they do you didn't do aunties, not as there, much. Right? It, was, it was, it was, it was like
0: you had to be like a respected auntie yeah, yeah, or uncle. Okay. It wasn't like everybody. Okay, cause. I wasn't,
3: I wasn't that level, I guess. <laughs> wow, thanks, Damon. Well, I mean, um, it's
0: like Auntie Clara, Auntie yeah. Shirley, right? Yes. Like they've been there forever, <laughs> yes. and they're they're still serving thirty years. You know, yeah. my Sunday school teachers are still serving 30, 40 years later, right? So. That that's how they earned their auntie uncle. Yeah. So
3: so <laughs> the start of catalyst, you know, we don't have kids and yeah oh, having, You didn't have kids, right? Uh, like there I mean, were kids we, at catalyst we, My wife and I didn't have kids so, so then people these kids coming up to us and calling us auntie and uncle and I'm like We do that with my intimate family. So I'm like that just feels weird. Like I, I'm like, I'm not your uncle I'm like, <laughs> I'm just I'm, I know your parents. I don't even hardly know <laughs> you, you know, or something like that It just felt really weird but then after – I don't even know how long it was. I don't know if it was a year or less. But then I actually switched, and I'm like, wow, I actually really like this. I like that they feel comfortable or they respect me. It's like a respect, um, familiarity, and like a closeness that that term brings. And so when we had our kids too, we, we really emphasized that. Now That's auntie. That's uncle. And like we wanted to call them that because we want them to – to feel like it's family. And then we, we'd be at like sporting events and then like, oh, it's Auntie so-and-so's coming to watch or they show up and they're like, that's your aunt or that's your uncle. And it's <laughs> like, well, no, at our church, that's what we call everybody. So then they're like, oh, so just, I don't know, just bringing that, that, um, f- that family feel was really, it was, it was uncomfortable <laughs> at first, I would say, but now it's really welcomed.
1: Yeah, I would agree. When I was new to Catalyst, yeah, I'm not used to calling everybody auntie, uncle. Mm. And so I didn't really have the kids do that. But the first time Eli called me Auntie Roxanne, I was like, "Wow, you know, Mm. I felt like I belonged," Mm. and I was like, "That's special." So I would encourage the kids to keep doing that. And now, yeah, you're right; all the everyone's an auntie and uncle. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think um, on on the flip side of that too, with the kids, it also helps them to see that, you know, this is someone that is I want to respect and Mm -hmm. I can honor, and that when they're speaking to me, that I want to receive what they have for me because this is my family and. So they have my best intentions, right? And so that's, uh, at least for me, that's why it was really important for me with my kids growing up to have them look at all the adults as auntie and uncle because I want them to see like, oh, I can go to Auntie Larissa or I can go to Uncle Kyle and they're going to speak into me or they're going to help direct me even if Uncle Kyle's telling me something I don't want to <laughs> hear, but it's for my best interest, right? And so that's something that we wanted to cultivate with our church and with our kids is that these are these adults are people that I can trust, the way that I trust my own family. I th- I th- and I just thought of something. Um, I,
3: re- I think it was Ezra. It was in s- Sunday school. And I'm like, who was who there today? Oh, it was Uncle So-and-so. And then it was... Um, Principal Tim. I'm like, <laughs> Principal Tim. Like, where did you get that name from? And then so then they're I forget how it came up. They're like, Hey, uh I think they said Uncle Tim. He goes, I'm not Uncle Tim today, I'm Principal Tim. So then they kinda <laughs> stuck with it. So now they actually like then when they see him they'll actually say, Hey Principal Tim. And so it's even that, it's there's some humor, there's some fun with it. But yet even principal has a has a element of respect and stuff too. So I think it's really fun that people are able to still, you know. <laughs> Have a good time with that. Because
0: <laughs> you, even, you even brought up Principal Tim recently, too. And I'm like, oh, so you, you know about Principal Tim. So Well, I brought up Principal Tim because I thought we were going to talk about him later.
3: Well, I mean, no, it wasn't
0: just today. I mean, you've brought oh. it up in the past. I'm like, You're, you heard about it through your kids. So. Yeah, my kids yeah. are, they, they keep wondering when Principal Tim is going to be their teacher again. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they really like it when Principal Tim's their teacher. <laughs> Speaking of Principal Tim, Roxanne, did you want to say something about Principal Tim?
1: Well, we've been talking so much about Principal Tim just now. I think maybe Principal Tim should come out and uh, be on the podcast next time.
0: Wait
3: a second. Was that a call-out?
1: <laughs> maybe it was. <laughs> I mean, Steph has already been here. So, I mean, it's only time for yeah. Tim to come out, right? Principal Tim
2: needs to make
1: an
3: appearance. <laughs> <laughs> so does, 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 does Principal Tim listen to the podcast regularly? I I'm okay, not Okay, sure. so one of you's gonna have to send it. I'm pretty to. sure Steph listened, so yeah. she'll she'll, uh, she'll like she'll nudge share him. she'll share it and then okay.
1: Someone will text him. I mean I was talking to Trish about something else and she was like, You're gonna be on the podcast and I was like, No, I'm not. I already told Damon no thank you. <laughs> you know, so oh, you're so polite. Wow. <laughs> I, I mean I waited a couple of days and I was like, Oh wait, I forgot to say no. <laughs> so yeah, just say yes. You know, it's all worth it, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: it hasn't been that hard, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, a conversation amongst friends. <laughs> well, now we know, or now I know, when I don't see Tim for a few weeks, it's because he's avoiding me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tim can come on with Jeremy. They're a, oh. they're a fun duo together. <laughs> there you go. Okay. They can come on together.
3: We'll have to make that one work, Damon.
0: Yeah, uh, well, I've already been talking to Jeremy about coming on. So he's already agreed to come on. It's just trying to figure out scheduling and yeah. and something that he would want to talk about. Um, so the plans are in the works for Jeremy to come on soon anyway. But we will call out Principal Tim. Principal Tim, it's time for you to come on the podcast. It's been a couple years. See,
3: it's kind of fun coming on, right? Because then it's like the popcorn prayer thing. When somebody picks you to pray next and then you get to pick somebody
0: else, you're like, <laughs> all right, oh, who am I going to pick? So now you, get a, you, you got called out. So now you get to call somebody else out. Yeah. Well, Larissa, do you want to call anyone else out other than your husband?
2: Uh, I, well, we did talk about Tracy, but um. <laughs> oh. maybe you want to. It wanna... wasn't me. I, I,
0: <laughs> I, I told them that that wouldn't be a good one to call on. So.
1: Oh, he's in trouble now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See where that one goes. No, not, not, not because of that, because, yeah, I just didn't think she would want to come on. But if she wants to come on, she's always welcome to come on. Duh, I'd always want to spend more time with my wife.
3: All right, Tracy, I'll be the host, and you, you and
0: Damon can sit in the hot seat together. <laughs> hot seats, I should say. Hot seats. I wouldn't mind sharing a chair. I mean, that's not a big deal to me. <laughs> okay, um, so as we kind of wind down a little bit, is there are there any last things you guys would like to share now that you guys have a platform and a place to speak to our whole church? Is there anything you guys would like to say?
1: I would just say to – I think everybody has already maybe gotten that team reach app, but mm-hmm. going to different activities has been mm. really fun, really fruitful.
3: What, can, what kind of activities have you done?
1: Well, I did go mall walking. I heard okay. Damon said he went once. I didn't see him there when I went. Yeah. But, yeah, I took my mom and my nephew, oh, nice. and um, I got to meet all the friends there that Marilyn and Cos talked to. And it was just a good time. I brought my hand weights and you know, oh, nice. worked up – Little, okay, so exercise. did you go
0: because I talked about it on the podcast, or did, were you going to go anyway?
1: You know, I was thinking about it because I have Mondays off, mm. so I thought, you know, I drop Corbin off at school, like, right down the street, oh, and yeah. we just go and get a little exercise, and now that things are, the weather might be cooling down, yeah. I think it's, you know, just a way to spend time with friends and get a little exercise.
3: Now, are, are Marilyn and Cos people you regularly talk to, or at church, or
1: not regularly. Yeah. Um, so was it
3: was nice to like just have some time getting to know them a little bit and.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was a good time, and um, you know, Trish says that she does go, but she's the one that going that's yeah. passing me, lapping me, <laughs> and uh, she'll wave. So that's okay. <laughs> I brought my hand weights to get a a little workout and waving at Trish, as she so wa- wall
3: wall-mock- mocking. wall walking, wall walking, yeah, <laughs> yeah wall walking. Okay, I did stand up
1: paddle boarding oh, on Saturday cool. with Brittany and Brett he left but yeah yeah, with uh Brittany and brett and um yeah that was a good time too um i have actually mark bought a blow-up paddleboard a while back and it's just been sitting in the bag for i don't know how long a while Mm -hmm. and so i got to test it out and i encouraged someone else to come so yeah we had a good time it was a good workout
3: good yeah larissa how about you
1: I guess I'll give a little plug for
2: children's ministry. Mm -hmm. Like I love children's ministry and Nick serving in children's ministry has been like my main thing for, Mm -hmm. you know, since I was like, you know, Eli's age, I think, you know. So it's never too early to like, you know, get involved in children's ministry. And actually my mom and I like serve together. Mm -hmm. So I really like that. Um, Ezra and Nick are Mm -hmm. serving with, um, you know, you, Kyle and Mark, mm-hmm. like that, like made me so happy to see like kids serving with their parents. Mm-hmm. Cause that's who you're going to learn from, you know, when you're a kid, like stepping into serving at church, like who do you want to serve with? It's like with your parents. So, um, yeah, it's never too early to start mm-hmm. serving and, you know, if you can do it with your kids, then that's even better. I think, yeah, I learned so much from my mom, like serving and doing children's ministry. So mm-hmm. I think they always need help. And then, yeah, you can be the next auntie or uncle. That's and, right. you know, you know, they love the uh, uh, older kids and adults, mm-hmm. you know, like Eli and Ezra. My kids love playing with Eli and Ezra. <laughs> and then it's like having older brothers that, you know, they're mm-hmm. not going to have any older brothers mm-hmm. anywhere else. But, like, having them at church, like, that's, like, the best thing. So yeah, I think, you know, Kyle and Mima have done a great job, um, you know, helping Eli and Ezra to be able to interact with the other kids, not be shy, you know, playing with them. And then they're great role models for them too. So yeah, like children's ministry, they always need help. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that big of a commitment and the kids love you, you know, you can just sit there and they don't want to play with you and, you know, taught a lot. They love you. They, just, they you mm-hmm. just sit there and then they bring you toys and they don't play with you. So um, yeah, and that, that's a way you can love on all the kids at church and be that part of that church family.
0: Yep. I love it. Okay, so how much did Steph pay you guys before you guys came on this episode? Because <laughs> it's like giving her so much props, get, recruiting volunteers. I mean, she loves Steph. I know.
2: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we love Steph, and it's good to see her flourishing in this position. So, I want to help her a lot. Steph,
0: you definitely are doing a great job and want to keep encouraging you to following uh, the visions that God has given you because. I mean, even so far with what's been going on with children's ministry since you took over, it's it's been amazing. It's been really good, and we're seeing some of the fruits now. And I think, you know, for both of you, it's really encouraging just to see the legacies that, well, that you're either passing down or that you're starting to create. I think it's cool just to hear some of your stories of, mm-hmm. you know, Larissa sharing about your, how your mom has helped you and then how now the, just the different things like, writing the notes to Melody and now she's writing notes to teachers and friends and all this stuff. It's like, it's the legacy that's being passed down and then uh, for you, Roxanne, too, just sharing like, your kids are doing stuff that they're hearing from you and Mark and, you know, and even though you guys weren't raised that way, you guys are being intentional about doing that and either speaking into your kids or praying for healing or those types of things and now they're doing it and it's normal, right? And so the normalizing of our faith and I think that's, that's a, just such a cool thing that you guys. I, I feel really encouraged just by the stories that you guys have been sharing, and um, yeah, just thank you for coming on. So Damon just pointed at me, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
3: I thought you're ready to wrap it up?" So sometimes I interrupt him, and he's like, "Oh great, I was going." I didn't like want to give you a chance
0: to interrupt me, so I just gave you a platform <laughs> to, oh, to talk.
3: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean those. Okay, fine. Then now you're going to try and cut me off. All right. So when you when he was just talking, I yeah, just the word modeling. I think that's as parents that's what our our key one of our key roles is that we model stuff for our kids. And it's hard when it's stuff that we weren't modeled and we have to learn it on so we're learning it and modeling it at the same time. But I think that's cool you guys are stepping into that and I've been there too and it's not always easy or even fun, but just seeing your kids pick up on things that you're trying to uh, show, like like uh, interacting with the kids. Sometimes it's not, they don't want to, but just telling them, remember like when you had older kids that like interacted and spent time with you. Remember how that made you feel and it made you feel special. You can make make somebody just, f- they really happy you know, or special. Um, and just remember, hey, they're watching you. They're going to mimic or copy what you do. So hey, not, not that you have to be perfect, but just hey, be a good role model. Be Be a good example. And they don't always want to hear it. They don't always do it, but then when they do it's like okay, good. Like and they're they're seeing the benefits of it and they actually they, they like
0: that. And so yeah, thanks for saying that. So once again, just want to say thank you, ladies, for coming on. Wait, wait,
3: I got one more thing. i no, just kidding. You just want
0: <laughs> you just like cutting me off, that's all. Pretty much. <laughs> all right. Thanks ladies for coming back on. We really appreciate it. And you guys are always welcome to come back on again. Hopefully this wasn't too painful. <laughs>
1: no thanks for having us they, they, yeah. they, it they, they, they felt really
3: natural <laughs> after like the first like two three minutes you could tell it was like a little nervous after that it was just like you guys were just
0: having a conversation naturals so, so yeah, naturals yes so if you guys ever have something that sparks an interest that you guys want to come on the podcast and talk about you guys are always welcome so until next time may you experience god's heart for you to flourish in every season Thanks for listening to the Engage to Flourish podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so that you don't miss any new content. You can also check out our sister podcast, Catalyst Stories, available on multiple platforms as well. We would also love for you to check out our church. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Stanford Middle School in Long Beach.